It's over. It's all over. The drought. The damn wall is busted. It's 62 long years. Now we've got our backs against the wall and we're going to fight. And we're going to fight hard. It's going to be a do or die effort. It's going to be a determined bit. You've got to show me all the guts and all the determination you've got in your body. You've got to inspire me. The stadium holds its breath. It's a goal. Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land, the House of Sin and Studios Stand, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. Welcome to episode 19, 19? Yeah. of the Kennel Corp. <laughs> I'm back. I didn't die in Bali and I'm back in the studio and I'm cold. But it's okay, because Caleb's here. <laughs> How was Bali? Did you have a absolute hoot of a time? Yeah, I did have a bit of a hoot, actually. I was hooting and hollering quite frequently. Um, did you manage to um, avoid all of the AFL media? Was it weird, like, being outside of the bubble that is... Yeah, like, I about? suppose with um, social media and stuff, it's kind of easy to keep up with it. But at yeah. the same time, like, it's easy. Just, you can put your phone down. It's like <laughs> coming home and watching like 360 again. I forgot how angry it makes me. <laughs> like I forgot how much I hate it. And like, I don't know. It was funny. I came home and I was like, yeah, football. And then I was like, oh, football. It's kind of better when you're away because you don't have to listen to as many people talk about it. Yep. Um, I feel like there's this huge hysteria going on and you probably heard about it. Like the the state of the game that oh, just keeps going and going and it becomes like a cycle of the media saying that the fans are talking about the state of the game. But we're not. When it's no the media cares. talking about it's the like, state of the game and then commenting on other media talking about the state of the game. Yeah, it's just, it's so stupid. Like, it really is just incredibly dumb and I've, like, I just want to leave again. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking. Maybe, like, getting away from that, you'd be like, because I haven't had any conversations with um, fans that are like, the state of the game is terrible. Unless yeah. you've got, like, old-timers who romanticise the 70s and the but 80s. But even then, it's kind of just, like, we all know that the game goes through phases and sometimes yeah. it's good and sometimes it's not. And we've had, like, a few, like, really good... Um, really good games recently. And nothing's... Like, it's just that Richmond popularised the kind of hunting in packs thing. Yeah. So then everybody else started doing it, and now everybody's crowding the ball. When a team popularises kicking long and spreading wide, that'll... You know what I mean? Like, fuck. It's not, like, I don't know. It's always, fi- like, fixed itself. It has. Um, and I think that the AFL, it's, it's all very meta. Mm. Like, it's, it's and it's, it is just a bunch of old people being like, oh, well, this was like this. And it's like, oh. Did you listen to BT during the um the West Coast game? No, Mitch I only saw got no- the third um quarter of the game, but I heard that apparently Honeychurch got knocked down and BT. <laughs> just talked about the 70s and the 80s being better. How he's watched he's watched forty years of footy and he knows that the the sport's at a low point. Um, and Jimmy Bartell kind of took him to task. I was like, mate, <laughs> back then they only played one game of footy on TV. 
Yeah, um, exactly. Well, that's somebody be the, else get the best game, point. and then you watch the highlights of the other games and feel pretty good about how the AFL is at the exactly. moment. Exactly, and you're always kind of romanticised as well when you're a young strapping man and you did this and you did that, and now you're this old bloke who has to sit down all the time because he's got like a chest the same diameter <laughs> as I don't know, large barrel of something. But barrel like, boy. yeah, exactly. He's, he is barrel boy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. Like, it makes me so mad to think that, like, or, like, testing games, like, testing rules in dead, quote, dead rubber games, when no game is dead rubber, when you allocate draft picks yeah. based on yeah. ladder order. How, so, do you like, f- how would you feel if the dogs game, um, like, I don't know, when we play Carlton, technically, dead dead rubber, but how would you feel if they trialled new rules? Very angry. Like, it's mm. just stupid. I don't understand it and they want us to do that starting positions thing which they already do in the VFLW and that's so dumb because like half the time nobody remembers half the time they do and you get a free kick because yep. they'll be like you'll be at the centre bounce and all of a sudden there's a free kick and you're like oh what's happened here and like oh like they weren't in their starting position and then the next time you have a bounce somebody's not in their starting yeah. position nothing happens I can imagine it would be similar to um when I watch Ruck um, freaks given away, I never know what yeah, has happened. Yeah, you never know what happens. It'd be yeah. similar in that, like, there'd be a free given and you'd be like, okay, either we've got a free or, okay, they've got a free and I have yeah. no idea why. And it just drags out, like, game not actually being played because the umpires have got to look around and count. Yeah. It's so stupid. It makes me so mad. Yeah. Well, let's move on to some good news because yes, first please. pop date is that Matt Suckling has re-signed um, for another year. So he'll see him to the end of 2019. I feel like a lot of people were um, sort of suggesting that he'd go into NFL punting. I think he yeah, might have even floated the that. idea himself. But, um, yeah, it's good to see. Like, he's been in arguably career best form this year, bar injuries. Or at least for us, yeah. For us, yeah, sorry. Um, yeah. 30 years old. Um, he's played, what, like uh, 50 games-ish for the Dogs. Um, I reckon he's been serviceable since we picked him up. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that'll be good. Another year of suckling, and particularly with our young list, like... It's just nice to have some experience. Yeah, for sure. I am. Yeah, I think he's been doing a really good job of kind of leading everybody. Um, I don't know. Which I'm just pleased. <laughs> My brain can't compute no, like, no, good I was, news um, anymore. I'm just mad I'm quickly about trying to find the injury list because I'm curious as to when Suckling will return. It says, yeah, that's the other thing. Like I haven't really thought about mm. him because he's been injured. Just so like he had that Achilles injury. Uh, two to four weeks left on that one. Um, so might come in just before the end of the season, which would be good to see. Um, the next pup date I found was uh, the AFL did a the articles labelled Stats Incredible, uh, your wow. club's quirky numbers. Ooh. Stats Incredible, like that's incredible. Yep. Took me a little while to work that out. Oh, did Yeah, I was like, what are they talking? Uh, but the dog's <laughs> stats were quite negative. Yeah, I was going to say, I, did, I saw that article, but I didn't know because I was going to be like, they are the worst at conversion. <laughs> yeah. They have scored the least points in second halves in the whole history of football yeah. and just like stuff like that. They, uh, they really, there was, there should have been room for the fourth one just to emphasise how young we are. But uh, yeah, exactly. In summary, it was the, we're not very good in front of goal. We uh, ranked 17th with our goal accuracy of 42.1. Yeah. Um, we're very handball happy. So our handball happy style won us the 2016 premiership, but it isn't much different and it's not as successful. We generate 59% of the clearances from handballs this season, which is the highest percentage of any side. Woo! I mean, that's, that's positive. That's something. If you're going to do that. something, you might as well be the best at it. You I was know? having this conversation with my little brother. Um, 
it's such an old nun thing to do at the footy to just yell kick it. And sometimes I like watching the dogs like even though it's just kick that bloody just kick thing it. Yeah. Um I don't I don't mind it. It seems like there's in a chain of four handballs we might stuff up one of them and then it'll turn it over. But when we link them all together it looks quite good. Silky. Yeah. Um and then the last one was a damning stat on Tom Boyd's <laughs> tap outs. Twenty eight percent of them have been sharked by oppositions, which gives the 22-year-old, the worst percentage in the top 20 players for total hitouts this season. So he's in the top 20 for total hitouts. Yeah, there you that's go. Something. We'll take that. Um, yeah, that's also. I'd like, like, I'd like to see the age of like the ruckmen who don't get chucked. And everyone's saying what we're in like a golden age of ruckmen as well. So yeah, exactly. I'm um, not mad about it. This is one that I haven't I'm read. Mad yet. about a lot of stuff, but not so much that. <laughs> This is one I haven't read yet, but you put in there about Billy Gowers, his yeah. get-to-know profile. His little get-to-know profile, I thought it was relatively, like, in a week <laughs> where everything seems to be quite, um, either nothing is being said about us, or if it is being said about us, um, it's pretty negative. So I was like, apparently Billy's nickname is William. Nickname? Or yeah. I feel like that'd be his actual name, but okay. Yeah, see, that, that's the joke. Um... <laughs> I think I like greatest footy moment before the AFL, going to AFL grand finals, <laughs> and then you go down, team bagged for as a kid, Hawthorne. It's like, all right, we get it. <laughs> we I mean, his dad did play for Hawthorne, so that true. makes sense. But I'd like, like to see um, his hidden talent verified. Can Ty and Alan's snake with his tongue? Specifically in Alan's one. <laughs> if it's a home <laughs> brand. Natural confectionery, yeah, forget about it. Yeah, home brand snake, he's not able to do it. <laughs> Life motto is heaps good, eh? Yeah, it's nice. Seems um, positive. And... Other ones, there was a couple of, we were talking about it, potential in-jokes, um, like which teammates would pick themselves in AFL Fantasy. He wrote Callum Porter, who's yet to play an AFL game. Um, yeah, you put him on the bench. i got a few kids on the maybe bench. Maybe he's got him for like the vice-captain loophole or something like yeah, that. Yeah, oh, true. Um, the last pup date was probably the biggest one from the week, and that was Tom Boyd um, sort of coming public on his uh, mental health issues and opening up about them. Um, I read the one in The Age by Peter Ryan. Um, and we have some of the audio from the video that was in, uh, released by Headspace. Throughout the 2016 year, clearly we had an amazing year, managed to win the flag, which was you know an incredible experience. But I think from my point of view, it probably covered up a lot of the cracks that were starting to appear in my, my mental health. And I was really struggling with um, you know quite a bit of stress and um, though I didn't know it at the time, a bit of anxiety and um, sort of really not feeling great about myself. I started suffering from quite quite bad insomnia and spent um, probably you know a month to six weeks without sleeping really at all. Uh, interesting, very uh, very interesting video, and I would encourage you if you haven't watched it already to jump on the age. Um, the title's called "Couldn't Sleep, Couldn't Train." Boyd opens up on mental health issues. Uh, it's a very fascinating read, and the video's just as fascinating, but kind of reiterates what we already knew, um, and it's makes me wonder how Damien Barrett would have felt reading that. Yeah, look, um, it's so sh- well. That's the thing. I like I've talked. I feel like I talk about it every week when stuff like this comes up because like these. People don't understand because you can't see it. And it kind of happened um, with Kobe Stevens retiring from his um, concussion. Concussion, That's, I guess, another thing that happened during the week that wasn't so positive. (laughs) Um, Is that he he felt embarrassed because, yeah, you can't see it. Yeah. And it's a similar sort of thing with mental illness. And, like, you don't know what, like, a stupid toll it takes on you. 
until, like, I guess you've been through it. And if you haven't been through it, then the least you can do is just empathise and believe people, you know what I mean? And not be like, oh, well, why can't this, why can't that? Because exactly, like, we all know what it's like when you can't sleep properly. Like, if he's saying that he doesn't sleep for, like, six weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, it's incomprehensible. Like, um, not sleeping for, what, six weeks or whatever would rock you about. Like, I know that I'm struggling if I have a late night and don't have a coffee in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's like people need to... He needs to pull his head out of his butt. Um, Damien Barrett, that is, not Tom Boyd. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, anyone who just, yeah, I don't know, just all that old boys brigade who, like, yeah. bang on about the state of the game and then won't take into consideration all the new stuff or, like, how, like, consuming football is mm. for people now. And I think that's part of the problem is that it's all consuming. And so you've got nothing else to do. But it was good, like, listening to Tom Boyd talk about how, like, now he knows, like, yep, I'm going to go take the dog for a walk. I'm going to do this. I'm yeah. going to do that. Um and like yeah, I think and I mean I know it's for headspace and that's what they advocate for. Um, is like getting help and getting treatment. But like talking about like all the different things that you can do, um, to make you feel better and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. It's been I'm glad, um, for him and mm. everything. I saw a good um, tweet from like and that he wants to talk about it now as well. Yeah. I saw a good tweet from a a guy called The Budge. Yeah. Uh he said Tom Boyd is only twenty two. His current club wouldn't have won its first premiership in 62 years without him, and now he publicly shares his mental health issues in a move that can only help other young men suffering a similar illness. How he could even have one single critic staggers me, um, and I tended to agree. Yeah, for sure. Like, 22 years old. Um, I forget how young he is because he is such a specimen and he is huge. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot to go through at such a young age. Like, what, I'm only one year younger than him, so I could, I, as I said before, I couldn't comprehend that kind of yeah, pressure. Yeah, that's the other thing. Because, yeah, maybe because they are so large, like, people just forget, like, that, yeah, like, various things can still affect people who are six foot, two metres tall. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think it's... I'm really happy for him that he's, like, talking about it. And I think most people understand that he, like, all, like, that it is, like, a big deal what has happened to him yeah. and everything. But, um, yeah, I think it's, like, comes at interesting timing after... Um, Barrett obviously came out and said all that crap because that's all he does. That's it. Um, let's move on to the VFL women's because we're running out of good news stories, but this is one that's probably the the best news mm. in terms of Western Bulldogs. They've won their sixth game in a row, um, beating Williamstown, kind of like the Western rivalry, uh, by 40 points. So they flogged them. Yeah, that's um, pretty good. Mifsud <laughs> booted three. <laughs> Butler kicked two, Blackburn kicked kicked one as well. Um, Ellie Blackburn was named in the best, uh, as was Naomi Ferris, who seems to be having a stellar season. Yeah, I think she'll be really good um, come AFLW. Sorry, I just realised, I was like, why does Caleb sound so quiet? And it's because I didn't turn <laughs> up my headphones. And I was like, I'm really struggling to listen to what he's saying. Um, I am also a genius. So, um, yes, what am I trying to say? Yeah, really good. VFOW, I can hear you now. I'm really sorry. That's not <laughs> no, that's completely good fine. Good practice. Um, so, Naomi Ferris, um, remind me, she was on the outer a little bit in the AFL women's season? No, she played, um, oh, my goodness, here, wake up too. Um, <laughs> not going well. It's not even like I can blame jet lag. It's a two-hour time difference. Like, it's like 11 a.m. Uh, um, anyway, so, 
Naomi Ferris. You know, she would play. She got a Rising Star nomination. That's she right. was like, but she, she was just like wasn't. the last one out of the bunch to get there. Yeah, yeah. I watched. I remember watching her at the start of the season, being like, I could have got a game on this team <laughs> if she's getting a game, which is probably like, not, I'm obviously kidding, being facetious. I don't actually think that. That sounds really mean. <laughs> but then by the end of the seat, like the season and like the grand final, I think she really earned her spot, and I think she's been playing super well. I'm um, in the VFOW, so obviously he has. A large is it large ceiling that they say? Mm. A lot of upside. She's quite a like. She, does she play? She plays like the small forward mid kind of defender. Defender. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, time for our Western Bulldogs to update the AFL women's list. Oh really? Is it say that? Well, yeah. I suppose like she's High getting. Forward, she's getting. Oh really? She played backline um in the AFLW and. Yeah right. I, she, I mean I guess she's getting a lot more um possession so maybe they're mm. playing her off the half back maybe. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that stood out. It's only one hundred and sixty four centimeters. So. Yeah, she's tiny. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, VFO Maybe Wimbe- she'll grow too and then like yeah. she'll be unstoppable. Up. They've got the bye this week along with the men's VFL team, so there won't be any games this week, so we can't really preview it. Oh, there you go. Damn. You can have a little rest. <laughs> uh, AFL game, we got smashed by Eagles, and that was kind of predicted. What did we say last week? 40 points would be par-ish? Yeah, 40 points. What did we lose by in the end? I think we lost by 50. All right. Mm. Well... Look, uh, it was such an irrelevant game. Like all of the media yeah. afterwards, I... and we're still fourteenth. Like nothing. We're just constantly fourteenth. Yeah, I just yeah, doesn't phase me too much. No, and I, I, I feel like both teams walked away having gained or lost nothing. We probably lost what Honeychurch, um, and that was that was kind of the major talking point out of the game. Other than that, yeah. I feel like it was just irrelevant. Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah, the Honeychurch stuff. Um, was pretty intense. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that was the bit I watched. I only watched the quarter. <laughs> and I saw Honey Church get um, stretched off, and I thought maybe I'll stop watching now. <laughs> um, and I was. Yeah, I was just sitting where I was staying. It was our last day on the computer. I was watching it, um, and this guy was sitting next to me, and he was like, "Oh yeah, like he's really hurt himself there." I'm like, "Yeah, no shit, dude." <laughs> <laughs> He's like never really watched AFL. He's That's like, like the, oh, you know, you can, you can really tell like when they just hit the floor like that. I'm like, dude, I know. Like, oh. I've seen a few concussions <laughs> before. Like, I don't know. It was just that's all I remember is just getting pissed off and being like, Great. I'm trying to watch my team get stretched off. Could you just shut up, yep. please? Like, being like, oh yeah, that's real bad. That is real bad. And I was like, okay, like I get it. <laughs> the man's on a stretcher. He's got a neck brace on. Like anyone, <laughs> even if I didn't see the incident itself, I could probably work that out. Yeah. Like it was just, um, shut up. You know, sometimes when you're watching the footy, you're just like, shut up. Yeah, I feel that. I'm quite tense when I watch the footy. Yeah, nobody talked to me. Everybody yep. shut up. It was difficult for a month. Um, to try and watch it on the computer and then and the worst part is like the internet wasn't strong enough in my room to just oh. watch it in my room so I had to go out into like the common area um, and everyone would be like oh that's funny or like laugh at me when I was like yelling at the screen I was like this isn't a game yeah. to me <laughs> like, so were there many people because you're saying <laughs> there wasn't they weren't all from Melbourne no there's only other one one other Melbourneite did they were they any other AFL fans or were they all kind of no not really nuffies? oh one girl was um one girl was from Geelong, and she knew oh, yeah. like one of the, uh, or maybe I think he plays for Hawthorne now. Actually, he was he grew up in Geelong like her friend did. Right. But everybody knows somebody who knows somebody who plays. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah. So it was like they were like, oh, well, there was one American girl, and she was like, they're not playing properly. What are the rules? And I was like, I'm not. Just let me watch it. and <laughs> yeah. Talk about talk it. Talk to later. me afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
average age comparison, Eagles were 26 and a half years old while we were 23. Oh, yeah. Um, games played. That's a big difference, actually. Yeah. Games played 125 compared to 74. So, uh, I mean, every week you could probably bring up these kind of comparisons, but it's just a nice refresher to compare where the two teams are at. Um, yeah. See, Eagles obviously going to play finals. To, like, push me through. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. Eagles are doing so well at the moment. And it was over there. Yep. You know, just saying. <laughs> it was also over there, wasn't it? I mean, they beat us at Eddie Had earlier in the year, but that's yeah, not true. the point. They probably beat us by more at Eddie Had, but yeah, that's uh, that's bad looking back at that. Yeah. Uh, the Zimmerman's report, Luke Dalhouse. I shouldn't have said that nothing came out of the game. Luke Dalhouse is out for the season, which you. sucks. Cindabosis uh, <laughs> in his ankle, um, and he's out of contract, so I don't know really what that means in terms of his contract and whether that'll um, accelerate the negotiations or whether it'll stall them. Hopefully, it just means, like it, we've seen with Libba, his injury, and they still haven't really um, finalised the contract. I hope for the sake of Dahl and the West Bulldogs, I hope they sign him on for a couple of years. Yeah, mine as well. Hey, I don't know how many people... That's the thing. I guess um, he's not much of, like, trade bait now that he's injured True. anyway. So I don't know, like, what we'd actually get for him if we were to trade him. Yeah. Or um, do we get to trade him if he's out of contract? Is that how things work? I'm always confused with this because you can still trade, like, because what does a contract even mean? Exactly. We got Tom Boyd while he was in under contract. Um, yeah. I, yeah, and if you're not contracted to a club, surely you can just do whatever you want. I think free agency means that he could go to another club if he's out of contract. Okay. Um, if he's a restricted free agent, if we offer him the same amount of money, then he stays with the dogs. If we don't match it, then he can just play it the club that offers him the most. Like, Jackson Trengrove was a uh, unrestricted free agent, so he just went to the dogs. Okay. Um, other injury news is that Honeychurch is still, like, a bit unclear on where he's going to go, uh, mm. whether he's going to play, where he's going to go, uh, whether he's going to play. <laughs> but I would hope not. Yeah. Just, like, being stretched off is pretty dramatic. Yeah, but, like, looks... I mean, he did have to go to the hospital. I know he was fine and, like, flew home with the team and everything, but I think, like... I don't know. Just have a rest, mate. Yeah, But again, out. he'll be out of contract at the end of the year. Yeah, like, that's another one. I'm just like, ugh. I'm exhausted by all these injuries. Like, I'm honest, like, I don't know how to feel about this anymore. Mm. Um, <laughs> next on the list is Lin Jong. In some positive news, will return to full training this week. Yes. Following a smooth recovery from a collarbone injury. Which, he, what, where did he get that? He got that in the Geelong game. Early in the game, when he was wearing Shane Biggs's number. Yes, exactly. Poor Joggy didn't even think he was going to play. Gets his career like <laughs> ended again. But like, um, poor guy. It was because I went to Lin Jong Road and I sent the positive uh, vibes as I was having lunch on Lin Jong Road um, back in Bali, and now he's going to return to full training. All thanks to me. So Lin, if you want to send your thanks, you can reach us at kennelcothpodcast at gmail dot com. Yep. Um, at pod, pardon me. If you want to send us an email, come on the podcast if you want, to express like, your gratitude. We could probably fit you in onto the podcast at yeah. some point. Ooh, we're pretty, pretty busy at the moment. There's so much content to talk about as well, <laughs> yeah. given that we just keep losing and <laughs> no one's writing articles about us. <laughs> Dory Dixon uh, is probably another week away as he recovers from his hamstring injury. Um, I really hope we see him before the end of the season. I feel like there was an interview with Bevo and it was almost implying that he is, might, or may or may not be um, around next year. 
looking at the injury list, Jack Redpath is still indefinite with his knee. Um, Lucas Webb obviously out for the season, as we touched on last year, but the good news is that Bontempelli will probably... Well, I think he's been confirmed to play this weekend. Pretty much, because yeah. it's his 100th game and we need a captain. <laughs> Bob wrote an article about it, so yeah, I feel like, like they were like, hey, Bob, like they wouldn't throw Bob under the bus, would they? No, they couldn't. Could they? Oh, sacrilege. <laughs> um, Easton Wood, three to four weeks, so he might come back. How many more oh, games I have we got? about like him. Four or five rounds Our off? actual captain. Yeah. They were talking on, um, on the hell. weekend, they were talking about who we have out, and they were going through, oh, you know, Bont's out. Um, I can't remember who else they mentioned, but they just forgot to mention that our captain isn't playing. Like they're like, oh, you know, yeah, Bailey Williams isn't playing. Um, the Bont's not playing. You know, some bad injuries. I was like, probably the biggest one is that our captain isn't really fielded right now. Yeah, that's true. Um, in the, the twos, the uh, they lost to Williamstown on the weekend. That was televised, but I didn't actually catch any of the game. Awesome. But, Looking at the stats, seems like Fergus Green played another good, played another good game, kicking three goals, um, and Tim English amassed fifty-two hitouts, which is Jeez. significant. So I'd expect probably Tim English to play the last couple of games of the season. Yeah, I reckon might play the kids. Hey, just yeah. play the ki- play the kids. Just let them play. Let let the kids play. Um, yeah, do you reckon Fergus Green's finally going to get a call? I got very excited oh, because man. we had the Sunday extended squad finally. And I know he's been in the emergencies a few times. But then I looked on my little AFL app and it was like, Fergus Green knew. And I was like, oh, my God. And then it was like, just in the emergencies. Yeah. It was like, sick. I don't know. I uh, I really hope he does because aren't we just crying out for like a, a goal-scoring like forward? Also, I don't know. it'd That's be great for unbiased. us. I yeah. feel like this this will be... I mean, he debuted on the Kennelcroft before he's going to debut yeah. in the senior team. So I'm waiting for that um, that moment where you're like, oh, you know what? That's he, our boy. That's us. That's our boy. <laughs> that's, our, that's my boy. <laughs> that's my son. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that'll be good. I mean, looking at the um, other names uh, with the stats, Shane Biggs and the um, 16 disposals, so mm, maybe yeah. we can get a farewell game for Biggsy. <laughs> yeah. It's not looking great for Big Z. Um, uh, Lewis Young played another okay game. 15 disposals and five marks. Yeah, that's pretty good. One interesting stat was Malenga McHugh had 21 hitouts. So, um, one, he was being trialled in the ruck, which I found interesting. Yeah. And also, 21 hitouts along with Tim English's 52 hitouts. Seems like Williamstown didn't really play with the ruckman. Yeah, like, potentially. That's a, it's a lot of hitouts. I'm not sure. Because, yeah, Tom Campbell's injured. So, I guess it's just the two young boys hitting it out. Having a bit of a hit out. Having a bit of fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, As we said earlier, they've got the bye this week, so won't be any Footscray action yeah. in the girls or the guys. Mm. I can't wait for next week. We better play well next week so we have something to talk about. Otherwise, True. this podcast is... <laughs> Five-minute podcast. <laughs> yeah, all right, guys. So we lost on the weekend. <laughs> Hope you've been well. <laughs> Cut it short. <laughs> Uh, this week we're playing Port Adelaide in the men, uh, in the men's, in the, the AFL. Yeah, AFL men's. Checks um, out. You're not wrong. Yeah, technically not. Um, down at Ballarat. So the second game. Up at Ballarat. Up at Ballarat? If oh, you, it if is, you're yeah. from Melbourne, Ballarat Depends is where you're listening. So yep. if you're listening, you're listening from, from Queensland, we're playing down, down in Ballarat. Yep. Um, down sounds better. You don't really say up. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. They're uh, they're in some they're in some average form. They lost to Frio two weeks ago in what was touted as the worst game of the year, and they also lost yeah, to GWS. Yeah, missed that one. Damn. Ooh. Oh, uh, catch up on that. Um, but 
the sad news is that they'll probably get Paddy Ryder back and Tom Jonas back, but we also get the Bont back. So, I mean, it, it balances out a little bit. Um, hopefully, I mean, they talked last time we played at Mars about making Mars Stadium a bit of a fortress. Not sure if it's become a fortress yet, but it'd be nice I if guess we beat Port. We c- it could it could become a fortress. I mean, if it's, yeah, we beat Port this weekend. I would I'd love <laughs> to see it. It'd be great just to beat Port because, as you said, we're I think we're two wins off Frio, who are sitting fifteenth. So winning, like, we're still going to get a good draft pick. We'll probably get the fifth draft pick. Um, but where are we sitting on the ladder? I thought we were 14th. What did we slip down? Did I say 14th or did I say 15th? You said Freo were above us on 15th. Oh, I sorry. Like I meant the other way. So they Freo are 13th, my bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose still get a good draft pick, but yeah. it's like... I'd love to just, you know, because it's Port and Port have a history of... Being annoying. a little bit, yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah, I would like to just win a game before the end of the... we got St Kilda coming up soon, I guess. Hey, so. and Carlton. We've got the Carlton game. Ooh. So, along with all the rule trials that will be going on, might actually win. Yeah, true. If the rules are... Maybe the rules will be changed in our favour. Maybe it'll be like golf. They'll change the rules to to lower score wins. Um, Yeah, okay. I can get on board with that. Wow. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, look, uh, it's got to the point in the season where it's like, we're not playing finals. I'm just interested... I mean, I guess if we can keep playing good first halves, that's something. Because True. we are young, so we are like less experienced and like less fit. If we can keep playing good first halves, um, generally speaking, we didn't yeah. really play a good first half against West Coast. But they are uh, one of the premier teams in the competition at the moment. So um, it would be cool to win. I think it's good to get a win, like just for morale. True. Um, get that winning, uh, what's the, winning culture. Yes going that'd be something but be nice to give Ballarat something like <laughs> yeah I mean I'm going to the game oh, so really? I'm, yeah I'm just oh, excited man. for like the food and like full strength um drink so you can get yeah. there so um gonna I'm gonna have a good day regardless low, low dog Jonas I think he's injured still isn't he well that was the article because I did that I heard I heard <laughs> <laughs> no, I he's it. injured I internally. used my, I manifested <laughs> his injury with my anger and oh, that's beautiful. frustration. Well, um, so the the dual <laughs> article was that um, Ryder and Jonas are probable inclusions for Port Adelaide. Oh, awesome. So start oh, researching some low-dog yeah. jokes. Yeah, Ryder and Jonas, as if we are <laughs> good. Start Paddy Ryder, current All-Australian Ruckman, back in the side. That's good That's news awesome. to my ears. Sweet. Oh, um, my God. Bring back Tim English. Give him, he'll tail him up. Yeah, he will. Come on. Um, Bring in Mullinger McHugh to tell yeah. First game against Paddy Ratter, just, just go for it. Gets barreled into every 12 seconds. Like, whoa. whoa. Uh, we posted on Monday the Nuffy of the week because after a good Western Bulldogs loss, there's always some good Nuffies. Um, but there was one guy with the last name Nobster who tweeted um, some profanities. Such a nice team we are. Get some vagina about you. Weak as piss. What is... Uh, wrote... Spelt weak, W E E K. Yeah. Weak as piss. My weak as piss. <laughs> My weak as piss. Uh, so it could be a movie title or something. <laughs> he uh, he didn't win though. We had uh, one punter who wrote in. This is the worst dogs team I've seen since 1996, and our 2003, 04, 12, 13, 14 teams were absolute garbage. 2020, we'll see Leon Cameron return, and that time can't come quick enough. Um, and that got the most votes. Uh, 
we didn't really have a name for that one, so I just edited Leon Cameron's face on it because I thought it'd be maybe it's maybe Leon Cameron. Maybe it was Leon Cameron. He wants to come. What's it's a return? cry for help. Yeah. He wants to come home. <laughs> but you can still vote on that. Get on our Facebook, the Kennel Cough, and you can vote in that. Well, uh, yeah. If you see us down at Ballarat, come and say hello. Yeah, please. I I crave human contact. <laughs> Oh, Send us through any Tom Jonas. Um, yeah, if you can think of any insults to yell out, because Ballarat is the prime stadium. Because he will hear them. For yelling insults. He'll hear them. Or any of the port players, really. Yeah. Just any of them. Oh uh, good show. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>